the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning, you're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Thursday morning. We're so glad that you are tuning your heart to the truth this morning. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Alicia Quibido and Damian Collado. Hey guys, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Yeah. Special happy- good morning to all our friends watching on Catholic Life TV and the yes. Diocese. Happy yes. Thursday to you. Yes. I, I, I don't know how it's the 23rd. Do you know March 1st is next Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Crazy. Where does the time go? Hopefully, I don't find myself thinking, where did the time go at the end of Lent? Starting off strong, Ash Wednesday. So far, so good. How about you? Yeah, you don't want to peter out. That's right. That's right. Starting off strong. So uh, speaking of starting off strong, let's start with prayer this morning. Today is the Feast of St. Polycarp. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God of all creation, who were pleased to give the bishop St. Polycarp a place in the company of the martyrs, grant through his intercession that sharing with him in the chalice of Christ, we may rise through the Holy Spirit to eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. St. Polycarp, pray for us. Pray for us. We are just a couple of weeks away from our spring drive time. This is our on-air fundraiser, and it's going to be happening for an entire week. It's Monday, March 6th through Friday, March 10th. Regular programming will not be interrupted. That's what's different about this drive time. So usually in the past, we've had a guest each hour. Uh, it's kind of maybe um, you know broadcasted over your favorite programming. This time, we are not doing that. So, But we need your help. And in between the breaks, we'll be talking to different guests. Uh, Different guests will be talking about the importance of drive time and the importance of donating to Catholic community media and keeping Catholic community media, Wake Up, and other programs that you hear on EWTN on the air. This is why this is so important. So save those dates, Monday, March 6th through Friday, March 10th. But we have events in our listening area we will give you details about that's coming up in seven minutes. But in 18 minutes, Joe Condit joins us as our first guest. He's a producer and director and chairman of the National Men's Conference. Now this is happening in another state, but there is a virtual component to this. And you guys, the guest speakers are pretty powerful. So we'll give you details about this wonderful conference. And in 35 minutes, David Dawson Jr. joins us. He's the director of the Office of Parish Support of the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. And today he's talking about Lent with the family. So he'll give us some wonderful insights on that. And Kevin O'Neill joins us in 48 minutes. He's a Catholic author. And today he's going to be talking about his book called A Pocket Guide to the Holy Rosary, a booklet that will teach your children how to pray the rosary. This is so cute. I absolutely love this. We've spoken to Kevin before about his Lego books. 
This is another one. So Damien, looking forward to this conversation with Kevin and looking forward to today's weather. I'm loving the warmer weather outside. This is yeah. this is it for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's another nice, warm, breezy day. That's what we can expect. It's going to be cloudy, though, uh, and because of the clouds, we may get a stray shower as the temperatures warm up. High is going to be somewhere between 82, 85 degrees. Uh, winds will continue to blow out of the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour, which is a nice warm breeze, better than a cold northern breeze. And those blizzards that they're having up north uh, tomorrow, expect the same thing as well as for the entire weekend. High is going to be in the mid-80s, lows in the upper 60s. Temperatures right now, Baton Rouge, New Orleans reporting 73 degrees. Over in Homa, Thibodeau and Covington at 72 and in Gulfport, 69 degrees. Those are your temps. That's your forecast. We're coming back with events here on Wake Up. Good Thursday after Ash Wednesday to you. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Luke chapter 9. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect. After Peter acknowledged Jesus as the Messiah of God, Jesus began to teach the apostles about the startling nature of his divine mission. The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Jesus used the title Son of Man 25 times in Luke's Gospel alone. Although it can merely be an idiomatic expression identifying a human person, it is here a reference to Daniel's vision of one like a Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven where he is given an everlasting dominion. Perhaps even more shocking to the apostles was Jesus's revelation that his suffering has vital implications for all his followers. After his first prediction of his passion and resurrection, Jesus declared, To all, if anyone wishes to come after me, that is, to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Notice the key points. This command is to all. There is no exception. Secondly, we are called to deny ourselves, that is, to voluntarily make sacrifices for the kingdom of God. Third, we are charged to take up our cross, that is, to willingly accept whatever difficulties and sufferings we will encounter over the course of our life. And fourth, we must bear these trials daily, not occasionally or grudgingly. And finally, we are called to follow Jesus, that is, to be like him, but not to lead him. It is said that if the angels could assume human nature, they would willingly do so for two reasons. First, to receive the blessed Eucharist. The second would be to suffer like Jesus. 
No one likes to suffer. Nevertheless, suffering is the instrument that affords us the daily opportunity to grow in self-sacrificing love. At the end of our life, any suffering we endure will seem like a mere pittance in comparison to the everlasting happiness we enjoy in God's intimacy. Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers. Thank you, Jimmy Sagers. Thank you, Father Chris Decker. And thank you for tuning your heart to the truth. Yeah. There you go. Couldn't yeah. get that out for a second. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. You so uh, An extra day on your Mardi Gras break. That's yeah, okay. I've, I've been away for three <laughs> days. I'm trying to get back into the groove here. Uh, but we, we do have a number of events we want to share with you, and they're popping up all over because missions are going to be taking place at a lot of church parishes now that the Lenten season has begun. And in particular, St. Agnes Catholic Church in Baton Rouge is presenting their Lenten Reflection Series, The Mass Is... And every week, they're going to give you a different topic. Sacrifice, adoration, our life, listening, prayer, and salvation's source. Uh, It's going to be Wednesday evenings during Lent. Divine Mercy Chaplet and Confession will be at 5 o'clock. Holy Mass at 5.30. And then, of course, the Reflections begin at 6.15. It really makes for a nice evening. Uh, St. Agnes is located on East Boulevard in Baton Rouge, as we said. And the first one on Sacrifice is going to be this coming Wednesday, March 1st. Brian Perdaza, who is the uh, Associate Professor of Theology at Franciscan Missionaries, better known as Fran Yu. He will be the speaker. If you want more information, go to St. Agnes, that's stagnesbr.com. Wow, that sounds like a great series. It's going to be. Well, you know, we've been talking about the Men of the Immaculata Conference, the 2023 conference, Prepare to Encounter the Lord. That is this Saturday. It seems like it was so far off, and all of a sudden, here it is. (laughs) It's here now. Uh, February 25th, it's at St. George. But you did miss getting your ticket to attend in person. They are no longer selling those. This is a nationally recognized conference. It draws men from all over uh, South Louisiana and beyond to experience this day of prayer, worship, and awesome speakers and fellowship. So that the tickets are no longer on sale, but the ticket that is for sale is the virtual ticket. It's virtual only. It's $25. There was a $3.16 fee to purchase your ticket online. Um, and it's the that is for the virtual ticket only. Uh, there's only 13 of those tickets left, and there's only 17 hours to buy them. So oh you need to visit. <laughs> if you want to attend virtually, you need to visit catholicmenbr.com to get those last few virtual tickets for the 2023 Men of the Immaculata Conference. Great. And look out for Catholic Community Media. We will have a table at the Catholic Men's Conference in Baton Rouge this Saturday. So looking forward to that. We'll over to the Archdiocese of New Orleans. St. Catherine of Siena is having their Lenten mission on March 6th and March 7th. Dynamic and nationally renowned speaker Father Josh Johnson will lead the St. Catherine of Siena's Lenten mission. Like I said, March 6th and 7th from 7 to 8 p.m. The mission's theme is called Adoration Leads to Imitation. If you desire to pray like Jesus, serve like Jesus, and live like Jesus, then you'll want to attend this two-night mission to fix your eyes on Jesus Christ and the gospel so that we can imitate our Lord in the walk 
through toward eternity. You can go to SESchurch.com. And real quick, Damien, there are so many Lenten missions happening, so many fish fries or seafood dinners happening. Send them our way and you can uh, we'll post them on our website. So you can go to ccmedia.live, click on events and news. So many of you guys have already done that. You can take a look at our calendar and decide which Lenten mission you want to attend or which seafood drive or fish fry you want to go to, but send them our way and we'll post them on our calendar absolutely free. You bet. And uh, by the way, Father Jeff Bihe, his show, Closer Walk, Mm -hmm. it was on right before we came on the air. Well, he is having his big fundraiser this Sunday, February 26th at Mike Anderson's Clarion Inn and Conference Center. That's in Gonzales. Tickets are $175 a person. It's all the monies go to help his ministries. The event is called Chefs, Hats, and Collars. And Father Jeff always has a few surprises for you, as we know. So hopefully you can attend that event. If you uh, need more information, uh, just go to closerwalkministries.com. All right, that's it for events. We've got more coming your way on this Thursday morning on Wake Up, so stick around. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for February 23rd. Today we celebrate St. Polycarp. The large number of martyrs in the early church remind us of the price so many followers of Jesus paid. Today's saint is yet another example. Polycarp was a bishop in Smyrna, modern-day Turkey, and a revered Christian leader throughout Asia Minor. He was a friend of many important early churchmen, including John the Evangelist and Ignatius of Antioch. Polycarp defended the faith against numerous heresies and was chosen to discuss with the Pope the date of the Easter celebration in Rome, a controversial topic in the early church. The times for Polycarp and his fellow Christians were difficult. Living among pagans and under a government opposed to Christianity, he was especially at risk. At the age of 86, Polycarp was set upon by a crowd intent on doing away with older Christians. After refusing to deny Christ, Polycarp was brought to a stadium to be burned alive. When the flames did not harm him, he was finally killed by a dagger. The year was 156. Members of his flock collected his body and recorded the events surrounding his death. That account of Polycarp's death is the earliest and most reliable report of a Christian martyr's death. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. All right, folks, get on your horse, giddy up, get going. It is already 19 after the hour on Wake Up. So glad you could join us with us now. Joe Conant, he is producer, director, and chairman of the National Men's Conference, and he's here to talk about the conference. And even though there are men conferences in a number of places, a few in the state of Louisiana for that matter, this is the Super Bowl of men's (laughs) conferences. Right, Joe? Uh, Damien, thanks for having me on. God bless you and all the people in the great state of Louisiana and the Gulf. And yes, uh, we're putting on the first annual National Catholic Men's Conference. It's going to be held in Cincinnati, Ohio, which we'll get into that history, why it's at that location. Um, but yeah, I, I saw, I was listening earlier that uh, you all have a men's conference coming up this weekend yourselves. 
Yes, and uh, it's always sold out, and I'm sure yours is is going to be just as big because it, you, you guys really do a good job of getting some major guest speakers. So rather than me let the cat out of the bag, let everyone know who's going to be the keynote speaker for your event. Coming up March 25th, by the way, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yep, the National Catholic Men's Conference will be on Saturday, March 25th. Um, we've scored Jonathan Rumi. Uh, he's wow. uh, obviously probably one of the biggest Christian figures going right now, and he's doing very rare speaking appearances. They just decided to uh, start seizing, or shooting season four of The Chosen, which apparently over a billion people have downloaded. Can you imagine? So he's going to come in and speak. He, yep, he's he's going to come in and speak for us. And you know, there's an even bigger story right next to him. I right? shouldn't say bigger, but equally as big. We have the Archduke of Austria, His Royal Highness Christian Hotsburg, who at young age of 68 years old is going to do his first talk ever <laughs> wow. in the United States of America wow. at that's this awesome. conference. Well, that, so we're going to make history. And Yeah, I think ahead. that's fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. not only that, but hey, if you're a football fan, you've got a number of speakers from the Bengals and the Colts who are going to be there. We do. We got some offensive linemen, and that was something that we thought about when it comes to kind of tying in the excitement about the Super Bowl and, you know, sports in general. And we wanted to grab some offensive linemen to talk about guys in a, in a very super popular sport that are kind of the un, unsung heroes, but they do the most important job, right? They're protecting the football and the quarterback. And we're going to relate that to St. Joseph, who obediently did his job, you know, probably the most important job in the world, protecting Mary and the baby Jesus. And we're going to tie that in for the men about what it, what it should be like and what it is to protect the two most important things in their lives, their faith and their family. And then, uh, last but not least, but Father Robert uh, Spitzer, he, he's pretty popular, too. Absolutely. We get, you know, Father Robert Spitzer, everyone knows him from EWTN. He's <laughs> an incredible guy. If you've ever seen him speak live, you know he's one of the best uh, clergy speakers out there, along with... You know, Bishop Earl Fernandez, the new bishop-elect of Columbus, Ohio, he's going to be speaking, and he's he's incredible as well, next to the Archbishop of Cincinnati. Uh, we also just brought on, you guys are the first kind of to hear about it, but a young lad by the name of the Pro-Life Spider-Man. Uh, he's going to come and tell his testimony. If you've never heard of this guy, Google him. Wow. He climbed skyscrapers, literally, Manhattan, Chicago. Yeah. The last one he just did was in Phoenix. No rope, nothing, and he does it all in the, uh, raise awareness for the pro-life movement. That is fantastic. I've seen videos of this guy, and, and it's unbelievable. So you got Spider-Man. you got the guy who can walk on water. What more can people want? <laughs> Damien, you nailed it. You know, if I could tell you a quick funny story, one of my mentors, the closest guy in the world to me, passed away in Thanksgiving. But I told him before this was all coming together, I said, Tom, I, you know, we, I had Jim Caviezel. A movie Jesus wow. last year in February. He was our headliner with Raymond DeRoy and David B. Wright from 40 Days for Life. And now we got Jonathan Rumi. He looks at me very seriously as a, as a mentor does. He goes, Joey, so you're telling me you brought in Jim Caviezel, the most famous movie Jesus of all time, and now you have Jonathan Rumi, the most famous TV Jesus of all time. He looks at me and goes, ah, your hat trick better be the real thing or I'm never going to be in front <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it would be something if uh, 10, 15 years from now, or who knows, maybe even tomorrow, you know, you, uh, you have another conference and Jesus shows up. It's right. the second coming, huh? That, that would be a headliner to say the least. 
<laughs> that would be the headliner. That that's right. Because that would be <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we all pray for. But, you know, back to the Cincinnati location, a lot of people don't know this, but the first Catholic men's conference, literally the first men's, or Catholic conference ever, was held in Cincinnati in 1994. And that is where it all started. 15,000 men used to travel to that city in the 90s to come hear speakers of faith. So we're, re- re- we're kind of reviving that. It's the godfather of them all. It's where it all started. That's why we're trying to call men, especially the men that are putting on the conference in your state, to come and meet other men who do the exact same thing in their states. It's a place where at least one time a year, fathers and sons can bond together, but also meet men just like them from all over the country. And we're really excited about it. we got a 10,000-person arena to fill. Damien, I hope you're grabbing all the men in your family and coming up and seeing us. Well, you know, you, you do make a special request where fathers really need to bring their sons, but men need to bring other men, and especially in today's day and age. Absolutely. It's never been more of a time and a need for this. You know, men are under attack like never before, however which way you want to look at that. Uh, you take down the father, you take down the family, and you, you destroy society. So... You know, I, it's my personal opinion. I truly believe you keep strengthening the men who we, we need to do a lot more than what we're doing today, all of us. Yes, and I we agree. Need to follow God, right? Yeah. Share with us what the schedule is like so people who are thinking about attending and wanting to attend, it's an all day event, but, but you have it mapped out very nicely. Right. It's a one day event. We want to make it, you know, we, we're trying to cater to the young kids, keep it. Sh- keep it short sweet and really packed in so it feels like it's not a full day and it goes by quickly all these all this information and tickets everything can be found on nationalmensconference.com that's simple nationalmensconference.com we are doing virtual as well so a lot of parishes all across the country are buying virtual tickets and showing it at their gymnasium or their cafeteria or at their parish uh, church so they all can get together and watch it live Um, but the schedule starts in the morning with mass and it goes all the way to the afternoon at 5. And, you know, we're really focused on a theater experience this year. It's not going to be something where, you know, you have, here's the next guy coming up and talking. No, it's going to be quick, a lot of things happening. And I will wink over the, uh, over the airwaves here and let you know there may or may not be uh, a super, super famous Catholic, uh, let's just call it some other, some other movie stars that might may or may not show up. No, oh, cool. wouldn't be surprised like if Mark teaser. Wahlberg would be there for sure. Uh, but I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, now, well, I could either confirm or deny, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he's a good guy, that's for sure. Uh, real quick, give us the range of, of the tickets. They're very affordable. And here's the thing for those listening. It's a, it's a fly-in. You can get there Friday, go to the event on Saturday, and then head back home on Sunday. Absolutely. You can fly right into the Cincinnati airport called CVG, and tickets are only 10 bucks virtually. we got people buying them in Australia right now, so we're literally global. Wow. And then it goes all the way up to 60 bucks in the best section. But remember, you're getting breakfast and lunch when you're there in person. We want, we want to fill that arena, so we mm-hmm. want 10,000 people to be there. Um, so you got a different sections and a ticket price for everyone. Of course, we're really trying to motivate fathers to bring their sons so they get a heavily discounted ticket if they contact us and let us know they're bringing their son or their sons and uh they they get a very discounted ticket so there's a range of ticket price for everybody and we wanted to make sure that was the way it was 
Joe, before we let you go, what is your view? You've been involved with this for a while now. Where where are we going? When I say we, I'm talking about us men. Are are, are we becoming uh, more devoted to Christ, or or do you find that that it's still a struggle? You know, I don't want to generalize it. There's a lot of guys that are finding more devotion because of what struggles they've experienced, but. You know, being the founder of the Catholic Speakers Organization myself, we book speakers from all over the country. So we see data where people, what kind of speakers they want, what topics, excuse me, topics they're covering. It's it's a movement where we still need a lot of help. I mean, we live in a time where we have more luxury than ever. I mean, if you brought somebody back from the Middle East right now, they would think this is heaven with the you know the the, the luxuries we have and the modern amenities. So that can make us lazy. It can make us comfortable. And the good Lord talks about that. You know, he tells you, I wish you were hot or cold, but if you're mediocre and you're not doing much, that's the worst. That's where I never want you to be. Right. So this, these men's conferences motivate men to become leaders, motivate them to look into their own lives, because we all can improve, mm-hmm. and understand how can I be a better person for my family, but most important, how can I be a better person for Jesus Christ, and also network and find other guys to do that, to help me achieve that. So that's what we're all about. All right, Joe Condit, thank you so much. Give us one quick 15-second recap on where they can go and, uh, in, in order to attend the Men's uh, National Conference. Nationalmensconference.com. Again, nationalmensconference.com. Tickets and all the information available there. And please join the first ever. We're launching a technology. It works just like Facebook. We own it. We've developed it. You can create a profile, friend other guys start networking that's what it's all about we're, we're creating a culture and a movement wow. not just an event nationalmensconference.com thank you so much for having me on this morning god bless you all you bet god bless, god bless you. you as well and best of luck with the conference i'm sure it's going to be a big success yeah. all right joe connie awesome. wow. he, he's uh pretty inspiring yeah. and uh to say the least but uh, I'm glad to see. You. I'm surprised women. You don't hear a lot about. The, I know you guys oh, got the wine lots. thing. Yeah, but, we got all but, kind of stuff but, going on. But uh, us guys, we got to have a, a gathering like this more and right, more. And I'm right. so glad to see it happening in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and now on a national level again, really mm-hmm. taking off. All right. Speaking of taking off, don't go too far. David Dawson Jr. will be taking off with him in just a moment on Wake Up. It's 35 minutes after the hour. You're tuning into Catholic Community Radio and you're listening to Wake Up Tuning Your Heart to the Truth. Catholic Community Radio, Catholic Community Media exists because of the generosity of so many people, our underwriters, our supporters, our sponsors. We are so grateful uh, and we need your help to keep quality Catholic programming on the air and you will have the opportunity to donate to Catholic Community Media on March, the week of March 6th through 10th, we are having an on-air fund drive, but here's an exciting uh, feature of this spring uh, fund drive. You're gonna hear your regular favorite programming. We will not interrupt your programming that week. So, uh, you know, I'm a Father John Ricardo fan. I'm just saying you're still Mm -hmm. gonna hear Father John Ricardo uh, while we are having our spring fund drive. So be sure to tune in March 6th through 10th. We'll have some special messages 
messages from some great friends of Catholic Community Media. So be sure and tune in. Speaking of friends of Catholic Community Media, we're joined this morning by David Dawson Jr. He is the director of the Office of Parish Support in the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. How y'all doing? Great. How are you? Good, good. Good, good. Well, here we are. Day two. How's Lent going so far? Yes. <laughs> so far, so good. I haven't blown it yet. Good, good. Starting off strong, starting off strong. So, That's okay, right. Dave, you have yeah. nine nine children in your family, so there are 11 of you, yeah. right? So how right, do you keep right. everybody on uh, on target during Lent? How do you keep, keep focusing on Lent? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things uh, we did last night, actually, uh, it was, yeah, last night, night before, I think it was the night before. We we did so we do evening prayer together as a family, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that we start with, we start with just having each each person say, hey, "Here's what I'm going to be doing for Lent." Uh, we kind of prayed a little bit. We prayed a decade of the Rosary just to kind of ask for some clarity. If mm-hmm. some of the kids didn't have any clarity yet, mm-hmm. you know, for making decisions and just kind of not shooting from the from the hip, um, and so we did that, and and we had some some good discussion there. I think one of the things that I found very important um, was. I know when I was a kid, and even as an adult, one of the big questions I have is like, "Why are we doing this? Right? right? What, what's, yes. what's, what's the real reason why we're doing this?" And I think as adults, we kind of stop asking those hard questions because we kind of assume there aren't really any good answers, so we just mm-hmm. got to kind of stuff it and do our best. Uh, and truth is, that's an important question. You know, why are we doing this? If we forget the why, and this thing was one of the things that we're going to be continuing to look at with the kids every evening as we move into prayer. It's like, okay. How's it going? But but mm-hmm. remember, why are we doing this? What's the point? Um, and so that's a big question because if it's just to to do good things, to try to impress God, you know, to do holy things and give up, be heroic, I, I don't think we're going to be able to do to impress Him very right. much. You know, there's a lot of great saints, and His Son did some pretty cool things that I'm not sure we're going to be able to, to measure up. <laughs> and then I know when I was younger, I heard like, you know, look, you're doing this because. So God gave us so many great things. He spent 40 days in the desert. You know, he was crucified, died for us. And so this is what we're going to do for him. Mm-hmm. And even that still didn't settle too well with me. I was right. like, okay, I, I kind of get it. But truth is, like, I he went 40 days in the desert. I can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. and like, what's it going to do for me to do that? Is it going to make him happy, make him feel like I'm returning the favor? You know, yes. um, when the truth is, I think there's a certain part of me growing up and even now that's like, well, I'm not sure how grateful I am for that. That's great that he spent 40 days in the desert. And to be honest, I mean, it's great that he, that he crucified and died, but, like, how grateful am I that for that today to where uh-huh. I'm willing to give up something for 40 days? Or is it just because you're giving me a good excuse because it sounds good and this is what we're going to do, so stop questioning it, you know? <laughs> because that's the way it sounds a lot of times. And I don't want my kids, I don't want my kids to, to move through Lent like that. Yeah. Because there's this kind of a white-knuckling resentment at the end of it. Sure. You know, and I'm not sure if that's going to make a huge difference. So, I think for us, really harping on the why, like, mm-hmm. God wants to give us something great. If there's something that I'm not super grateful for, there's a reason I'm not super grateful for it, and it's because, truth be told, I, I've got kind of like my, my brain has been wired to think that my fulfillment is going to come through some pretty simple, kind of dumb things. Mm-hmm. Like, my fulfillment is going to come from spending more time on my phone. It's going to come from eating sweets. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to come from being able to do the little things that I have defined my happiness by. Um, and so because of that, our brains are wired to think that's where our happiness is. And if God loves me, he'll give me more of those things. He'll give me more time on my phone. He'll give me more sweets. Oh, you know, as yes. a kid, God will give you more candy mm-hmm. if he loves me, you know, right. and to be able to say, 
you know, I think there may be something more here, that he wants mm-hmm. to give us something more. And if I'm kind of bored with, with God, and if I'm kind of bored with, you know, Jesus on the cross, there may be something I'm missing. And I can't really see it unless I kind of let go of these other things that I've defined my happiness by. You know, I let go yes. of control of being able to fulfill myself. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, I love you. You hit on two things that apparently I needed to hear today. Uh, when you talked mm-hmm. about impressing God yesterday, uh, uh, my pastor during our uh, mass yesterday, his homily was about God knows you. He knows everything about you. You do not have to impress him. This is not our 40 days to say, look what I'm doing, God, because he already knows. So I love that you that you mentioned that again. Uh, I think yeah. that was probably a message I needed to hear. And also, uh, you know, we talked to Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie on Friday about, about uh, fasting, and he was talking about really that real desire when you're really fasting, uh, you know, that you can feel it in your bones, that that real desire, that real closeness uh, with our Lord. Uh, so I, I love that you mentioned both of those. But tell me, what, like, what what do you say to your, your youngest is two now? Or not youngest is uh, eight months. Oh, eight months. Well, okay. We do have a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. so tell me what, how do you talk to your two-year-old about Lent? Yeah, you don't. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to be super dazzled by you if you yeah. had no, 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 no. I think with a two-year-old and under, but the four-year-old, however, yes. she can get it, right? Okay, right. Be able to say, like, you know, how, you know we're, we're whining about, we always want these little things. I just want to watch a video. You know, that's a big thing for the little ones. Like, mm. we just turn on the TV because that would be it. You know, if I could mm. watch another mm-hmm. episode of whatever, that would be it. And uh, we could say, okay, you know, maybe there may be more, right? And that, that's something that they can understand. Like, you know how whenever yes. you really want to watch a video and that's going to be like the coolest thing ever, do you think there might be something better than that? Do you think that maybe uh-huh. God wants to give you more than that? Yes. You know, what if we let go of that and we focus on each other? You know, and you give them examples of like, when we're just together, how awesome that is. And we would be missing out on that if every time we had the chance to watch a video, we watched one just because we wanted to. Right. right. So I think giving up and letting go of some of the things we want to do, we actually can get something even better. Mm-hmm. God has something even better in store for us. So she may not understand the, the value necessarily of Jesus on the cross, although we're going to talk about that. She's going to hear us talking about that with yes. the older kids. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, like if, if, if that's something that we struggle to appreciate, maybe we need to spend some time digging into why that's such a big deal. Uh, and ask God for the grace to be able to show us, like, hey, look, is this is this really a gift? Because right. if it is, I need to know, I need to understand it better. Um, and so that's that's something we're going to challenge the, the the older ones with, uh, to spend some time praying and asking for that, and talking about talking through it with us. Right. So, and, and again, I think that the the, the check ins is important. So we do a daily check in mm-hmm. uh, as part of our Lenten evening prayer. It's not much, you know. We're not mm-hmm. we're not having extremely long conversations because got a bunch of kids we can't be checking in and having theological discussions right. but i think right. being able to uh just ask them how they're doing and, and, and if they're remembering why they're doing it you know that's that's a daily check-in i think is way more important than having a really good explanation from the get-go absolutely and that's that's true yeah. in anything right having that daily check-in you know right. if you're trying a new exercise program having somebody who's going to meet you there yeah, that accountability right. partner. So that's great that you're there uh, for your children. And then they really learn that that culture that every Lent, this is what we do. And, you know, my, my children are, are much older than yours. They're 16 and 20. But but still, even last night when we sat down to pray together, uh, you know, just talking again about Lent, we've always taken the, the stand of, you know, God gives us so much. This was when my children were little getting to Mass. 
it's one hour, y'all. You know, like he gives us so much. And so same thing, right? We get we have so much. So with this 40 days, we really uh, can focus on our Lord, really enter into into mm-hmm. into that desert with him. So um, great yeah. points, David. Yeah, great. There's so much he wants to give us. Amen. You know, and yeah. I think if, if we're not opening ourselves to it, we miss it. And we assume that, you know, the videos and food is as good as it gets. Yes. You're right. right. You're right. Yeah. Great reminder. It's always a pleasure visiting with you. David Dawson, Jr., Director of the Office of Parish Support in the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. Let us know that website so we can see what's going on in your diocese, Dave. Yeah, htdiocese.org. Excellent. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll chat with you next week. Hey, stick around. Kevin O'Neill, Catholic author, talks about his book, A Pocket Guide to the Holy Rosary. You're going to want to stick around for that. It's 15 minutes before the hour on Wake Up. the hour you're tuning your heart to the truth on wake up this morning i'm gabby smith along with alicia quibido and damian Collado. our next guest is kevin o'neill we love talking to kevin because he's spoken to us about his ever popular catechism of the seven sacraments it's a wonderful lego book for kids um, and one of our family favorites kevin is a catholic author and today he joins us to talk about his new book called a pocket guide to the holy rosary this is a booklet that will teach your children how to pray the rosary. Good morning, Kevin. Thank you so much for being with us today. Good morning, Gabby. Thanks so much again. Absolutely. Kevin, the Catechism of the Seven Sacraments, that is a book that is so widely opened by my son. He loves this book, and we've been having it for years. And I really do believe that it has helped him kind of understand the Catechism, but also in a form where, you know, his love for Legos is combined with our faith. So tell us a little bit about A Pocket Guide to the Holy Rosary. Yeah, it's really kind of that continuation of, okay, this takes the, what we did in, in the two big books, the Catechism of the Seven mm-hmm. Sacraments and the book, uh, The Holy Mass on Earth as it is in Heaven, and it really brings it kind of into the sacramental life with you from uh, praying the rosary with all of the, uh, the mysteries and the, the decades that, that follow and teaches a child how to pray the rosary as well. And it gives them something in their hands that helps them really uh, focus in on the mysteries, and they see these pictures, and they're drawn into it. And it, kind of, it really helps, I think, a lot uh, with family prayer life. And then we have two other pocket guides as well. One is on the it, it's uh, an examination of conscience, so that a child can go ahead and, and approach the sacrament of confession in a very wow. disarmed way and go through this. And then our newest one, which is uh, has just been released, is in perfect timing with the season that we're in, but it's the Stations of the Cross, and it follows uh, uh, the St. Ligori's uh, meditations on the Stations of the Cross. And so these are, are little things that the kids can take with them into their prayer life now and help them to grow into a mature faith later on. Kevin, how do you go about creating a book like this with the Legos? Do you build them and then kind of take pictures of them? Uh, how does it, how, what's kind of like the behind the scenes of creating a book like this? Yeah, every, every scene is built. And then uh, wow. we go ahead and take the picture 
and then we break down the scenes. We have a, it, it has developed into quite a studio here with, uh, with I guess, <laughs> quasi-organization and umbrella lights as well as backgrounds. And then, of course, it all goes into the computer if there's any touch-ups that need to be done through Photoshop. We go ahead and do that, and it is uh, it is quite a messy process, but it's it's really one we're thankful that we've been we've been tasked with. I've honestly been blown away whenever we get our copy of your books. Along you and your and your wife as well are putting these together. So, a pocket guide to the Holy Rosary. What age group is this geared towards? Because the rosary can take a while, and for kids, sometimes it feels like it's a lifetime. But as adults, I think we understand the meaning a little bit more. How do we get our kids engaged in something like this? How'd you come about that? Yeah, my wife really thought, you know what, I want to make a pocket guide uh, with the rosary because, well, it's part of our daily prayer life. And so when, when you can do this and, and help children enter in with something that pulls them instead of us as parents always pushing them, this helps to kind of pull them and draw them into that prayer life, the family prayer life. And so what ages would it be good for? I would say anybody that, any child that likes to stare at pictures, it helps bring them into the meditation of the picture. Even if they can't read, they can enjoy looking at the picture. And uh, so as long as they're not ripping pages still, that's a pretty, or, or even if they are, that's part of our sales model. That's a joke. But uh, also when we take a look at, at kids, I would say really up to maybe fifth, sixth grade would still appreciate looking at these uh, pictures and meditating upon the mysteries in this way. And then, uh, you know, and then they grow on into their prayer life and probably would want a deeper picture to be able to really look at and meditate upon. So what can we do as parents to better explain what the rosary is and how to pray it as well? Um, how do we start maybe with our young children, whether they're in elementary school or middle school? I think, uh, you know, as, as a dad with, uh, you know, we have nine children, I think really the secret is just keep doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in, in music, I remember when I was learning guitar, I, I'm not very good at it, but I took a few guitar lessons. And the one thing the teacher said, he said, just fake it until you make it. And I think the mm-hmm. same thing is true. Even sometimes the rosary can be very chaotic with a large family. Sometimes it, it feels like it's kind of a burden on the day or something you have to do and check off of the day. But I think it's important just to consistently bring it into the family uh, and bring it into the prayer life because it's, it's about your child even taking it with them uh, yeah. and knowing what to do when those, when really to enter into a prayer life, because it's not when those times come, it's those times are always here and we always need God and we always have to be plugged in to the source and we need our ladies intercession. Absolutely. So when you say a pocket guide, so it is a little smaller that they can take with them maybe to mass. It, that's right. It's uh, it's about 12 to 15 pages and it's a, you know, it's staple bound, but it's a really nice pocket guide where they would be able to take it with them, look at the mysteries during Mass, the Stations of the Cross, same thing, and the, uh, the Confession Guide, which is a, again, that has a great examination of conscience. And as mm-hmm. Catholics, we forget this, but we're supposed to do an examination of conscience every night. We're supposed to look at our day and then grow in holiness every single day. Wow. And so Kevin, that would how long be a did good it practice to give to children as well? 
Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. How long did it take you to put this together? You know, uh, it has been, to put the guides together was very, very simple compared to the books that we do. Uh, <laughs> but I can say the books take about two years uh, wow. concept to completion, maybe a little bit longer. And then, uh, you know, because we're building every, writing the book is really the easy part. It's putting it together and, and still maintaining family life, still working. Uh, you know, the, our, I, have, I own a landscaping company, and so we fit this into the balance somehow. We look back and we still don't know how. Kevin O'Neill, Catholic author. We're talking about the pocket guide to the Holy Rosary. This is a booklet that will teach your children how to pray the rosary. Kevin, where can we pick up our copy? Sophia Institute Press uh, has them. They are our publisher. You can purchase them. You know, I've seen them. Certainly, if your local Catholic bookstore carries it, please support Mm -hmm. them. Uh, Our website, we do have a website called uponthisblock.com. Uh, and we offer free shipping through that as well. You can buy, get both books as well as uh, the pocket guides. And so, uh, but really support your local Catholic bookstore, Sophia Press, uh, or us. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us today. And I'm looking forward to the next Lego book to learn more about our faith. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You know there's going to be another one. And you guys, these books are incredible. My son loves to build Legos still. Um, He's in middle school, and it's one of his passions. He was actually doing it yesterday. can spend all day doing it. But when you combine the faith with it, it helps him understand a little bit better. I am a big fan of these. That is cute. Love clever people. Yep. All those little (laughs) pocket guides. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, lots of great pocket guides. All right. (laughs) Well been a good day and it's going to be a great day before it's over with we're going to wrap up with prayer as we always do on wake up in the name of the father son holy spirit amen god of all creation you gave your bishop polycarp the privilege to begin counting among the saints who gather and gave their lives and faithful witness to the gospel may his prayers give us the courage to share with him the cup of suffering and to rise in the internal glory We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. Have a wonderful Thursday. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.